Welcome to FC Studios. We're so excited to meet with you today. We love sitting here every Monday and on this red couch and sharing with you. Um, we sit here and share the things in our heart, things that we're passionate about. Uh, what are you looking at? Things that we are learning or even things that we're going through. And the thing with that is, is that we all know like whatever we're facing or going through, you probably will at some point or have or might be going through. So we're all in this together. And we like just sitting here like if you were in our house, we'd sit on the couch and drink some coffee and talk and just share our heart and walk and talk about the things that we're going through. So that's kind of what we like to do here on Monday mornings. We love to share our heart and scripture and helpful things that hopefully help you live out the life that God's called you to. Right. You know me, I love to talk, so perfect, <laughs> perfect setting. So anyway, yeah, thank you all very much for joining us on uh, FC Studios today. Um, like Morgan said, FC Studios is really uh, designed for um, giving practical tips to kind of live out spiritual life. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of what we base this on. That's what we have attempted to do, um, you know, through the first two seasons. And so today we want to talk about healing. Yeah, that's right. We want to um, talk about healing, which is a pretty broad subject. Um, but, you know, healing can come in, like, sometimes we might need healing in, um, like, various points. Like, well, we're all going to need healing at some point in our life. Mm -hmm. and, and it might come in different forms. So we might need physical healing. Um, we might need emotional healing, um, spiritual, I mean, relational. I mean, mm -hmm. there's all kinds of healing that... That's not just physical. We want to talk about physical, but we want to, as we talk about healing today, we want you to really focus on that there's more than just physical healing that might be needed, but there's um, various types of healing, things that are broken or wounded. Um, that Those are all places that need to be healed. And so as we talk about this, this doesn't just apply to physical healing, although it applies to physical healing. It applies to every area of our life in which we might need um, I need, need healing. I know right. I've needed healing in... At all these areas like I've needed relational healing and emotional healing physical healing um, you know I've needed yeah. healing in all the all the areas before yeah. well I've never experienced anything like that but now I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, we've got jokes again today y'all yeah, yeah definitely got jokes but uh, I think really we'll be able to apply this I think to um, you know spiritual and uh, emotional healing mm -hmm. uh, I think is you know one of the easiest way to apply what we're going to talk about today. But I mean, like you said, I believe that, you know, God desires for us to be whole and healthy in every area of our life. You know, not just, we don't need to be healthy in one area of our life and unhealthy in another because it kind of like, you know, we, we live this unbalanced life. And I think God desires us to be healthy and whole in every area mm -hmm. of our life so that we can live a fully functioning life uh, for Christ. Yeah, I mean, when we're healthy and whole, then, like you said, we can be effective in what God's called us to, to do. Um, and one of the biggest things that I despise, like, regarding this subject, is the lie that you have to live with an ailment. So whether it be okay. physical or emotional or relational, that you have to live with, oh, that's just how it's going to be right. from here on out. And I mean, I've had um, friends who struggle with anxiety and 
are just like, well, I mean, that's just how it's going to be. Right. And they just learn, they learn to cope with like this mental, um, hindrance that, that, that's just, that's just how it's going to be. And I yeah. hate, like, I hate that that's the lie that, um, the enemy uses against us. And it can be that way even with like relationally, like, well, there, you can never just be mended and all relationships might not go back to original state, mm -hmm. but there can be reconciliation and peace and forgiveness. Right. And, um, and maybe it's even your physical <clears throat> body. People just accept, well, you know, I have this, this thing and it's genetic and that's just how it is. And, right. and, and God didn't design us to be like, just be like, well, it's just how it is. And just accept this lie that, that, um, we have to live with this element, our broken relationship, our emotional turmoil, but because God is bigger than that. His design is for us to be healthy and whole in every area of our lives. Yeah. And well, Pastor Martin made a, a great point mm -hmm. a number of weeks ago. Uh, you know, like if you are diagnosed with something, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to take on the identity of that diagnosis. Mm, yeah. You know? So like you, instead of saying, you know, I am depressed or I am this, or I have that, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's simply a different mindset of saying, Hey, like, this is what I'm dealing with right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm dealing with depression. I'm dealing with anxiety mm -hmm. rather than taking on the identity of that thing. Or you say, Oh, Hey, you know, like I am, walking through a cancer diagnosis right now rather than saying you know like i have cancer and like eating i mean it's just it's just a well, it's, it's just this, a mental it's a it's a way of looking at and approaching things well and it's this idea of it that we have the power of life and death in our tongue and a lot of people are like well you have to be real you have to be realistic and absolutely you do have to be realistic but that's a good way of being realistic i am dealing with this but that is not who i am mm -hmm. and god is bigger than that and i don't have to live with this thing my right. whole life right. and so you can have you can still speak things um with life without being unrealistic or sure. completely denying and we'll get into acceptance in a, in a little bit and what that should look like <clears throat> but you know we can you know be realistic about what the diagnosis is, whether it be physical, emotional, whatever, mm -hmm. relational, but without, you know, just accepting that yeah. as to who we are, that that's who we are now. Yeah, and, and the reality is, is, as believers, you know, we may not know how God's going to come through, or, you know, we may not understand, like, what He is going to do, but we do have to trust that He is going to be faithful, mm. and that He is good enough to bring us through whatever it is that we're dealing with. Yeah, I mean, we... we it's important that we don't give up this hope right. and that um, that God is like that he can't come through this. He, he is good and he's faithful. And like you said, we don't know how or when he will come through, but we know that he has a, a plan because we love him and we um, are his children and he wants to make us healthy and whole. And we were created in his image and his image is healing and his image is whole and therefore he desires for us to be the most like him that we can right. be so his desire is always for you to be healed in every area of your life um and so i think that um that that's important that we we remember that um and one of the <clears throat> things with knowing this and living this out is that we have a duty as believers to win people to to christ mm -hmm. and we've been called to lead the lost to God and yep. when we're healthy and whole, 
then we can do that more effectively. Right. And on top of that, when we're healthy and whole, then we have this incredible testimony that of what God did for us because there are people that are broken and um, struggling with things that you may have struggled with or that you are struggling with, yeah. and they need to know the power of um, the of God that how it worked in your life and how it's working in your life because that gives them the hope that they need because they're searching yeah. for something nobody wants to be no one wants to be sick and whether no matter what kind of sick it is and so we have this beautiful thing to offer other people but it's really hard to offer that full of faith if we're not believing it in full of faith for ourselves True. um so there's this thing at our house <laughs> we have we have a a dirty word at our house um it's it's an f word and it's not the f word you're thinking of i'll just be real honest well, I didn't know they're... well maybe it is okay. i don't know um but this word only comes up seasonally around our house and um it's the we don't say this word out loud but it, we oh spell gosh. it it's the f l u that's right it's the flu it's the flu Mm -hmm. My kids always are like, mom, stop saying F-L-U. But I, I mean, I tease them as like, we're not, we're not accepting the flu around here or the F-L-U. But when flu season pops up, uh, typically pops up like more winter, mm -hmm. um, I amp up on the vitamins and elderberry syrup and all the things to try to help keep us, help keep us well. And, and if by chance someone does get sick with F-L-U or with some other illness, what do we do? We go to the doctor and we tell him all the symptoms. And we even tell him the TMI ones, the too much information. Okay. Right? Like, I'm not going to share with everyone the TMI symptoms that I might be experiencing if I have the flu. But we tell the doctor all the de details. He may not even want some of them, right? But we tell him about everything that comes out of our body. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, all that to say is we tell the doctor everything, okay. right? And then he prescribes us a medicine and we, or something, and we try to, we do this to mm -hmm. get well. And then if we don't get well, we go back and we continue to go see the doctor um, until we are well. Yeah. And that, like, we do this with our physical. Well, let's just be clear. Morgan likes to go see, take the kids to the doctor as much as possible. Um, well, that's what he's for. Well, anyway, you know, sometimes it's okay to just tough it out a little bit, but hey. There is a balance there, Brad. Anyway, but this is the thing is like when we're ill, we don't just like pretend like nothing's wrong. Right. Like we go to the doctor and if that doctor can't give us the answer, we go to another doctor. And we figure this out until we are well again. Mm -hmm. and, and the same is true. Like if we, what if we did this and we had the same mindset with all the areas that we need healing, physical, emotional, relational, but we schedule an appointment with, with God, with the Holy Spirit to discuss this element. And we discussed it with him and we walked through it. Even the too much information part. I think this is where, this is why I hit home on the too much information is that we'll share too much information with the doctor about what is going on. But when we go into prayer about our ailments, we often shy away from telling God all the nitty gritty details and being vocal about them. He knows them, but we just like, we better package that up and make it look nice and pretty for God. But with other people or the doctor, we wouldn't be that way. And then, and then we need to follow what God says. Right. Like he has ways of helping us become healthy and whole in every area of our life, but we have to be able to take him the information hear what he has to say, what he prescribes, and 
and continue to go back just like with doctors like the doctor doesn't make me give me the information i need to make me well i'll go see another one and we'll right. figure this out and we need to keep going back to to the holy spirit about what is going on this relationship isn't completely well okay so we're going to go back what am I, what do i need to do what do i need to do to help make this well and we keep going back this is the good news if you go see the doctor there's a copay yes there is or a cash pay but it is totally free to go see to go have a meeting with god like you don't even have to schedule an appointment although i encourage you to because it helps you stay accountable um but you don't he doesn't even have a copay you, you don't have to pay him to go get a prescription on your mental health mm -hmm. like he just walks you through it like yeah anyway so it's totally free to go visit god as many times as you want absolutely well, you know i feel like you're kind of going somewhere with this <laughs> i am going somewhere with this <laughs> um, anyway you threw me off just then sorry. i'm sorry so uh you know she makes a fantastic point um is that um, you know, when the kids are sick and we're trying to figure out like what's going on with them, like if we don't get the answer that we want the first time, like, like we keep going back until we really figure out like what is going on. Yeah. And like when you don't know, like as parents, like sometimes, um, like it's like, oh my gosh, I got to take the kids to the doctor. But then there's other times where it's like, like seriously, we need to get our kids to the doctor and like figure out like what is going on because like, cause you're concerned about it. Mm -hmm. And I think there are situations in our lives where, you know, sometimes we might kind of like roll our eyes and be like, oh, like, uh, you know, we need to go talk to God about this. But then there are other situations where they're just completely out of our control, mm -hmm. where we may be struggling with depression, anxiety, fear, um, you know, real sickness. Uh, we may be struggling with like real financial situations and we have to just keep going and keep pushing back and finding our way to God until we figure out or until he shows us what it is that that we need to see. And I think that's, you know, something that we tend to forget. I mean, I think everything happens so instantly in our lives most of the time that we that we forget that we have to like press in, that we have to spend time with God and like have to push through some things sometimes in order to get an answer to the questions that we have or to figure out what is wrong with us in these situations. Yeah, um, we, like we said, like we're really encouraging you to continue to press in and to seek complete healing and wholeness for whatever the situation there is. And we want to talk about a, a Bible story today that is pretty popular. If you've um, been in church at all, you've probably heard, especially at Friendship Church, you've probably heard us talk about this story. Um, you can find it in three places in the Bible. You can find it in Matthew 9, Mark 5, and Luke 8. But I want to talk to you about the, the Mark 5 version of this of this story today. And it's the story of the woman with issue of blood. Mm -hmm. And this woman, um, long story short, she had been bleeding for 12 years. And um, and she had, there was no cure. Mm -hmm. There was no answer for her, her physical ailment that she was dealing with. And, um, and then she, so, uh, you know, a Jewish woman being like having to follow the law and bleeding meant she was ostracized from everyone in town around her. Um, she had to stay on the outskirts because she was quote unquote unclean via the, what the law says. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus shows up into town and he steps foot and in on off the boat into town and a man named uh Jairus Jarius comes and he's like please come Jesus my daughter is very sick she's 12 years old 
she's not well please and so jesus is walking and there's a crowd, crowd around him and then the next thing though you know is jesus is like somebody touched me well there are a lot of people touching him but he realizes this touch was different because he mm -hmm. felt power leave him and he's like who who touched me right and and you can read the story and the woman's a little bit comes off it comes off a little bit hesitant mm -hmm. and then finally she falls <clears throat> and this is what verse 33 mark 5 verse 33 says um but the woman's scared and shaking know what happened what had happened to her because when she touched him she knew she was healed he she came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And then he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed from your disease. And this is what we want to talk about this woman and use this story as an example of whatever kind of healing that you're needing today so that you can be whole, so that you can live out the purpose that God has for you. And we want to use this story as an example of some things that this woman when this woman did mm -hmm. um, to help get her, to, to find her healing. And, um, First of all was she didn't, number one, she didn't stop pushing. And so when you were, you're in need of healing, we're gonna encourage you not to stop pushing. We kind of hit home on those earlier when we were talking about going back to the doctor and back to the doctor. If we continue to go back to God every day, see him, seek his face about whatever it is that we're needing healing about, we just keep pressing in. She mm -hmm. didn't, like for 12 years, she didn't stop. Right. She did not stop trying to find what was healing. So, and we know this because if she'd given up, she she wouldn't have cared that Jesus showed up, but she heard that Jesus showed up and she was going to find her way to him because she was willing to keep trying anything she could to get well. And that's what we have to do. If we want to be whole, whether no matter what area of our life it is, we have to keep pushing through right. until we get the breakthrough and we get the answer and then yeah. we get the healing. Yeah. I think what's interesting about this story is, you know, the Bible says that she had suffered a lot under many different doctors mm -hmm. and had spent everything that she had and think like oftentimes we're willing to do that we're willing to you know go read this this book or that book we're willing to try this thing or this like powder to put in our drinks or you know what i mean like we're willing to try all these different things and to spend all this money and time doing all these things rather than trying to push through and i'm not saying that lightly yeah, I mean, because I realize like we do all these things with with good intentions, right. but but our first step should always be to try and press through in our relationship with God and like push through to Him instead of like trying to focus on all of these other things. Yeah, and and I think that when we have all this information coming in about you know go see this therapist and go see this doctor and you need to read this book and this is how you when. Not that all those things are wrong or bad. It's that the Holy Spirit will give you direction on right. maybe you should see this doctor and not that doctor. Right. Or maybe you should take this supplement, not that supplement. Or maybe you should not take anything and I've healed you. You know, it's like right. the Holy Spirit gives you direction. Or maybe you should say this to this person to help bridge the gap and right. heal this relationship. The Holy Spirit tells you what to do, but you can only hear his voice if you keep pressing into that relationship with him to get the answers that yeah. you need to make the next right step. Right. Because, you know, the Bible says that she had did all those things without benefit. Mm. Um, and so I think like many times we're like that. If we don't listen to the Holy Spirit. If we aren't guided by God, we can do all of these, these things, things, but they will benefit. have no benefit in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. So one, she didn't stop pushing. So we want you to encourage you to not stop pushing, continue to see God's face for the answers that you need to be able to be healthy yeah. and whole. Two, she was honest with herself. And, um, 
and three, I'm gonna do two and three together, but two and three, two was she was honest with herself, and three, she was honest with Jesus. And in Mark, when I back again, in Mark 5, 33, she, it goes on, to, it says this, she fell down before him and she told him the whole truth. Now you have to understand that Jesus, God knowing everything, still asked who touched me, yeah. right? And so then she fell down and she told him the entire truth. You have to think about this. Jesus was on his way to see Jairus, his daughter, who was 12, who was dying. And in fact, we find out that she did die in this process. So Jairus is sitting there waiting for Jesus to come heal his daughter. But Jesus is sitting here listening to this woman tell the whole truth about her whole entire story. And the only way that she could sit there in front of all these people worried about, I mean, she was scared she was going to get probably stoned because mm -hmm. that probably was the punishment for her invading all these people's lives with her un uncleanliness. Um, but she told him the whole truth. And the only way she could tell Jesus the whole truth if she had come, to, like if she was honest with herself about what the whole truth is. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is where we, like if we're seeking healing, um, in maybe it's physical, but a lot emotional and relational, if you're not honest with yourself about the situation, if you even try to tell yourself, well, that part didn't happen, or you try to package this nicely to yourself, yeah. then it's gonna be hard to be, bring the whole truth to Jesus. And right. she was honest with herself. She, she knew the whole truth about herself. And therefore, when she fell at Jesus's feet, there was no shame in bringing him the whole honest truth. Right. And that's where I talked about earlier, the TMI with the mm -hmm. doctors, yeah. is that we, pack, we, we sometimes wanna not share with God the whole truth. Um, not that we're wanting to lie to him, but we sometimes don't want to come to him with everything that we have. Um, but when what she did was when she came to him with everything, there was surrender. See, she was already healed as soon as she touched him. But then Jesus seals it after she told him the whole truth. He's, Jesus then says, your faith has made you well, go in peace. But he doesn't speak those words over her until she had told him the whole truth and they had he had listened to the whole yeah. story. God, Jesus wants to listen to your whole story. You know, there's a... A thing in psychology um, that when you go through a traumatic event a psycho and you go see a therapist that they will often tell you tell me the story again tell me the story again and they'll have you repeat the same traumatic story over and over and over and over to them one to be honest <clears throat> with yourself and two to be honest with them because then when you tell the story it no longer has a hold on you and so for her she had to be honest with herself be honest with Christ about what was going, what had been going on with her. And then he's like, all right, your faith, you, you've exposed all this darkness and now it's in the light. And now because it's in the light, there's healing. Mm -hmm. And if we want to find true healing, we have to one, not stop pursuing him and two, be honest with ourselves and three, be honest with him. Because when we expose this thing, this dark thing, then there's light and light brings healing. Yeah, and I think it's important also to understand that, you know, Jesus says, you know, go in peace. Mm -hmm. I mean, like how many times do we continue to walk through our lives without peace because we're like holding on to this thing. Like there's there's always this thing in the back of our heads. Like with, with this woman, it was the fact that she was bleeding and couldn't stop, didn't know what to do with, mm -hmm. about it. But like we have these concepts, these ideas, these things that we're dealing with or these things that we're anticipating and we just carry them around with us constantly. Mm -hmm. And so it's constantly taking up our thought and our energy mm -hmm. to, to even just like go through and do our everyday things like with this in the back of our mind because like we can't get over it. We can't, you know, get past it. And so Jesus, like he simply took care of the situation, 
her faith, you know, ha had made her whole. And then he tells her to just go in peace. Like, yeah. Like, live in peace. Like, live out your days in peace because the situation is taken care of. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I know that, like, like, Jesus wants to do the same thing for us through the power of the Holy Spirit. Like, yeah. he wants us to to live in his peace, like, to, to abide in his peace and his presence constantly. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the enemy wants to try, like, I'm sure... Jesus seals this with go in peace because he knows there's a very real enemy that wants to tell us, well, you're healed, but it won't stay that long. Like, that's a real thing. I know I dealt with that after I um, had the enemy try to bring that against me. Like, well, you had postpartum depression after your second child. So if you had another baby, you're probably going to struggle with that again, even though I knew I had been healed. And then I had a third baby and I, like, God was like, I, I've given you peace. Yeah. And, but the enemy does it. He wants to tell us like, Oh, well, this has happened, but it's not going to last. And that's another lie that we have to choose to ward off because he seals her with go in peace. You're healed from your disease. Like yep. we go in peace because he's given us instructions on how to be healed from what we're going through. Um, you know, we, you know, I say this all the time. God created you on purpose for a purpose to impact the kingdom. And I know for me personally, that was very difficult for me to do and live out when I was broken and I was hurting and I was in a pain and I wasn't whole, but Christ came along and put me back together and he healed, healed me. And now I can live out this purpose that he's given me, um, more effectively and, um, be who he's called me to be. And we want the same for you because there are a lot of people that need to know your story and they need to know your testimony because it can forever change them. Um, but you can only do that when we're living out this whole and healed life. Yep. So we want to encourage you, um, you know, whatever it is, be real with yourself and be real with God and keep pressing in so that you can find the healing, whether it's physically or emotionally or, um, or mentally, whatever it might be, that you can find the healing that you need um, um, to live out the purpose that he's called you to. Yeah. Yeah. So we are so glad that you joined us this morning for FC Studios. Um, we love you. And remember to check out our website and social media to stay up to date with what's going on at Friendship Church. Have a good week. Hey, I'm Pastor Brad. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of FC Studio. You can find us online at fcfrisco.org or Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're located in Frisco, Texas, and have services on Sunday at 9.30 and 11 a.m., and you can join us for our Wednesday experience at 6.30 p.m. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode.